the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and the app. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Six tonight. Making a shower too early tomorrow with some sun by the afternoon and a high of 45. Sixers had a nice win last night, 108-103 over Boston. Joel Embiid, 41 points, 10 rebounds. Seth Curry with 26 points. Tobias Harris had 25. They'll try to keep the winning going this Thursday when they're home against Atlanta. In the meantime, tonight, pretty. Uh, Interesting evening downtown, to say the least. A couple of Washington teams are in town. You have the Washington Capitals, as the Flyers host them at 7 o'clock. And at the same time, across the street, the Eagles hosting the Washington football team in a rare Tuesday night game. Also, Seattle and the Rams are playing, but not in Philadelphia. Then again, you probably could figure that out. So, uh, as we like to do every now and again on this fine broadcast, we like to have a slice of Philadelphia going on. And so Gary G. Cobb is going to join us shortly. Former Eagle, Cowboy, Detroit Lion, played the 11 years in the league. Longtime Philadelphia sports broadcaster. will pick his brain a bit on the game tonight. And also some other matters of faith as he is a solid believer and love to share his faith. We'll also have Lisa Anderson joining us. She is host of The Boundless Show. That's one of the many ministries you've been hearing us talk about. Bless the ministries that bless you all year long. That's one of them. It's actually a part of Focus on the Family. And uh, it's geared toward singles, primarily. Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. The program again called The Boundless Show. You can look them up more online. Boundless.org. Lisa joined us, uh, I would say, a few months ago, and she's a lot of fun. She's got a lot of spunk in her and uh, a lot of good stuff to say, too. So we're looking forward to having Lisa Anderson from The Boundless Show joining our program today. Uh, We're looking forward to several more fine guests as the week unfolds. I'll let you know more about those in just a little bit. Uh, Let's see, what else? I I was mentioning Bless the Ministries that Bless You all year long. That's just a quick reminder for you, if you would, when you have a second, to go to WFL.com and just pick one, one ministry, any of the ministries at all, and send a quick note just to say thank you for being on the air. I appreciate what you do. If you can send a financial gift to help them, that's great too. But even just the word of encouragement can go a long way. It helps each ministry know, hey, uh, someone's listening, someone's appreciating what's happening. Don't think just the other person's going to do it because they're thinking the same thing you are. Someone else, I'm kind of busy. I get it. 
that's why I try to make it manageable. Just pick one ministry, and there are several dozen to choose. You know the ones you maybe perhaps tend to listen to the most, so you do what you want to do. We have, uh, for example, the, the Voice of the Martyrs with Todd Nettleton. He'll be actually joining us, I believe, tomorrow on the program. That's a Sunday morning show at 9. There's Turning Point with David Jeremiah a couple of times each weekday. New Life Live with Steve Arterburn. Bible Study Hour with James Boyce on the weekends. Pathway to Victory with Robert Jeffress and many, many others. So just go to WFL.com. It's called Bless the Ministries that Bless You all year long. It's a banner. You can click that and it just takes a couple of moments to send that note of encouragement. I always like to say encouragement Fits everybody's budget. It is free, completely free to encourage someone. And yet the dividends from encouraging someone, anyone, these ministries or anyone else can really have a life changing impact. So let's be encouragers as uh, the holidays approach. Let's enjoy the holidays. But Lord willing, also reach out and encourage other people who may be sad or struggling during the holiday time, too. Uh, on that topic, we'll be actually uh, asking uh, Gary Cobb, who, who will be joining us in a couple of minutes here, former Eagle. Uh, he does ministry in uh, prisons, and it's certainly a hard time for folks at this time of year. So looking forward to maybe asking him a little, little insight about that, too. So it's all happening today. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. Feel free to send a text if you want to just do a quick shout-out or hello. You can do that at 610-500-DOVE. That's our text line, 610-500-3683. Our toll-free number, if you want to chime in, say hello. That's uh, open to at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. And email's always open to send the note to Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. All right, let's get our first break uh, taken care of, and then we'll come right back with Gary G. Cobb on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. If you please, doctor. 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 Oh, play. WFIL. It's Tim DeMoss show and one of our favorite guests joining us now pre-holiday wearing his ugly Christmas sweater. I'm only guessing. No, you wouldn't do that. Would you? Gary G. Cobb. <laughs> I tell you, I got one upstairs. You know, I've, I've worn it, uh, but I don't have it on now. But, okay. uh, well, I've had it. And, and you know what? It's uglier this year than it is, was last year. <laughs> You strike me as someone who wouldn't buy one, but you'd have the sense of humor to wear one if you were given it. Oh, yeah. I I don't know where I got that thing at, um, but it, it's an ugly one. I tell you that. But I I, I bought it, uh, but it was so ugly. I knew I needed them uh, needed one. So, That's but um, I like to have some fun. You know, the the guys like to laugh. You know. Laughter is a good thing. We enjoy having you on as much for that as anything else. So of course, you add a lot to the show. We talk football. We talk about the Lord. And today, hopefully, a little bit of, the, little bit of each. GCobb.com, by the way. Folks, look up Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, Cowboy, Lion. Played over a decade in the league and longtime Philadelphia sports broadcaster. What are we looking at tonight with this rare Tuesday night football game? A lot of Washington happening in Philadelphia, by the way. You have the Capitals and Flyers and the hockey and this is one time we're saying Washington football team actually helps uh, clarify which Washington team is playing. Both both at 7 o'clock tonight, by the way, so I am avoiding Philadelphia tonight at, at about that time. Uh, but what do you think about the game? 
Well, you know, I, uh, I think it's going to be a game which the Eagles should be able to come out and jump on it because the uh, Washington seems they probably uh, won't have one of their top quarterbacks. So they're going to have some challenges in regards to the timing and things like that. But um, they're going to have to make sure they stop Washington's running game. You know, that's what the defense has got to do. The Eagles' offense, they've got to run the ball. They've been able to run the ball on everybody. They've got to run the ball. And Jalen Hurts, who's going to play, okay. Jalen Hurts has uh, got to play the way he's capable of and just take care of the football. They don't need to score 100 points. If they could score 20, that's going to be more than Washington to score because, you know, they're probably going to have a backup quarterback in there. You know, not only the second string, the third or really you could say the fourth string quarterback because – Washington has gone through some quarterbacks, so um, okay. They just play the way they're capable. They they should be able to win this game tonight, and if they win tonight, you know, it really puts them in a situation where, you know, they they, they can make something happen down the stretch. Yeah, expanded playoff field is is helping certainly, and a yep. bunch of teams are right around that cusp of making it in. The Eagles being one of them. Did you have any thoughts on when you heard about the game going from Sunday to today? Uh, the the irony of the fact that the Eagles had been on a bye week already. And now they're going to have a short week coming up because of it. Uh, I know some people say it's well, obvious it shouldn't have happened, but maybe there's more to it than that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I felt like, you know, uh, they said they were going to play the games on time, you know, what they were scheduled, and uh, that each team was responsible for taking care of their players. Yeah. And they didn't want to hear the excuses and blah, blah, blah. But they definitely went back on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't follow through. Now, I don't know how that happened. But I just have to say to the Eagles, you know, I had a coach. In fact, my dad, he used to say this, too. If you're looking for sympathy, you can find it in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and for those who aren't, Washington, you know, they had enough COVID stuff going on that they they were depleted. And rather than kind of force yeah. them to deal with that or, you know, forfeit the game, the, the, the league moved it to tonight. So, uh, anyhow. Yeah, well, yeah, but, you know, they have all of these extra guys. Like, like times I've been out there on the field before a game, and you see these guys working out. What, who are all these guys? <laughs> they have all these extra guys in case they would have a COVID outbreak. So, yeah, you know, they, they, those let those guys play. You know, hey, you know, that's the way it was supposed to be. But right. I understand that they want to try to make it look as fair as possible. But, you know, um, clearly – uh, some of the guys don't really take the thing seriously. And I don't know that exactly what happened with Washington, but some of the players I know don't take things so seriously. So they end up kind of creating problems for their own team by going out and uh, maybe coming back and spreading it to the, the whole team, you know, uh, whether because yeah. they're, you know, um, you know, going to places maybe they shouldn't be mingling with too many different people. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You're just tuning in, chatting with Gary G. Cobb for a few minutes here on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. One other quick football question for you. You mentioned Jalen Hurts playing tonight. I had not heard officially if that was the case. Uh, versus Minshew, who stepped in and uh, did a nice job the other day. In your mind, was there any question that, that they shouldn't go right back to Hurts as opposed to keep uh, him out an extra week or two, let him kind of ke- quietly heal while they see what Minshew can do, or, or is that that's kind of silly? Well, to think I, that. I think it was definitely something that they, they needed to uh, consider both sides because you know Minshew did the job and 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 Minshew played well and uh, the last time we saw Hurts he didn't play well against the Giants so yeah, right 
uh, I could understand where they would be, you know, a question there, but I could understand them going with Hurts. You know, he has played well much of the season. But right now, you know, they need to take care of the football. That's the big thing is they cannot turn the ball over. And Jalen's got to do that. He has done that for most of the season, except for that giant game, you know. So yeah, that's the only way they lose the game is they turn the ball over too many times because Washington, um, they, they just don't have enough firepower with, with all the guys they have out. So right. the Eagles got to go into a saying, look, this is our, our game as long as we just take care of the football. You know, I think I think they should be able to, you know, handle these guys comfortably. But, you know, at the same time, I'm saying that they better not go on the field with that type of attitude. Like, well, we got these guys. <laughs> right. You know, that, that's not the way you play. Well, no, it hit them. You play as if, you know, you got to play your best game in order to win. Um, but, but I think that they're going to be able to take care of these guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, on a different note here, too, uh, you know, we, we've talked about in the past some of the work that you do with players, with counseling, with pointing them to the Lord and helping them get their, their feet grounded, especially after they retire. But you also work with the incarcerated. And I'm thinking at this time of year, especially difficult for some of those who are in that position. What have you seen and how is that ministry going for you? Well, you know, this is a challenging time, you know, especially, you know, if you're incarcerated, you know, because a lot of times people who aren't incarcerated get down during this time because uh, they start feeling lonely, like there's nobody there, and yeah. uh, they're concerned about, you know, say the situation they're in, and they, and they just kind of look at the negative rather than the positive, because you figure, well, you're assuming everybody else is having a great time. <laughs> right. so, yeah. So I'm the only one, you know, that's not having a great time, and, and, and really, you know, that that's not necessarily true. But the thing you do you have to do is you have to look at the good in your life, you know, and be thankful for the things that you do have, and, uh, you know, look to the Lord to, to help you uh, straighten out some of the challenges that you have. But you have to be encouraged. In fact, you know, Paul said that he encouraged himself in the Lord, you know. And That's right. There are times you, you have to look and, and, uh, and identify the good you do have. And if you're still here breathing and thinking about things, you know, you, you're still alive. So that's something to be thankful for right there. And, and the thing is, is, if you were incarcerated, you know, there's hope that you're going to get out. And that you're going to be able to celebrate and do good things when you do get out. You know, that's something to be encouraged about. In fact, that's what Paul's situation was. He, he was encouraged that he was going to, uh, to to be freed, you know. So sure. I just tell people to be, be encouraged, you know, and think about, you know, the good times that, that you've had in your life. And you want to identify good things because it's so easy to get focused on negative things and Sometimes that means turning off the news. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know, you, do you have? Do you, and this may not be in your particular the ministry you've had directly with the incarcerated, but uh, or if it is, great. I, I'm just thinking tangibly. You know, with the holidays coming up, our son, Lord willing, is coming home tomorrow from Florida. We're really looking forward to beating his rear end in Madden uh, 07, which is the latest time we got a game, and uh, uh-huh. and, and having rematches and just hanging out together. Uh, so celebrating family and being together is a good thing. But I also yeah. try and teach our kids be mindful of others. So it might be inviting somebody over uh, or it might be writing a letter. Like, uh, And that's what I was yep. going to ask you. Do you know of any any particular path if someone wanted to t- take an hour out of their out of their holiday season and write a letter or 
or even research how to do that. You know, you don't want to miss just jump into something right away, but maybe you maybe you could. I don't know how that all works. I don't know if you've had that, that experience. Well, you know, or... that's that, that's something that you have to uh, kind of reach out to the uh, particular facilities. But, okay. you know, uh, so many things have kind of been locked down more. So, yeah, uh, some of the, uh, you know, opportunities to do that. Unfortunately, I, I, um, I know a couple that have kind of been uh, closed down because of the whole COVID thing. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's not as much of opportunity with that. But I would tell you, you know, to uh, contact uh, some of the facilities, especially the youth facilities, which is what I uh, really focus on, and uh, see if they will let you write something, uh, some letters to uh, some of the, the inmates. You know, they will uh, give you a chance to, okay. to uh, give them some encouragement, you know, because they do – uh, really respond to uh, visits and to somebody, you know, just just taking the time to acknowledge that they're they're there and to uh, give them some encouragement. So it Amen. it is definitely during this time it's uh, something that's very much appreciated, and that's where you're looking for the good. And you know, all the, the youngsters, uh, you know, they've got good sides to them, and you know, a lot of them need that encouragement, and uh, especially from uh, a man. You know, they haven't had it from their dad, you know, uh, both the discipline and the encouragement. You know, you kind of b- need both. Yes. And they're both sweet because they, they help a, a youngster grow up, you know, giving them boundaries and, and then giving them encouragement, too. So they all kind of go together, and it's something that uh, definitely needed around this time of year. Amen. And um, uh, you know, thank the Lord that uh, we're able to do, uh, you know, some of the places are still open. Yeah. Amen. Gary G. Cobb, been kind enough to carve out some time. Pre-game Eagles tonight, 7 o'clock, is the, is the game against Washington football team uh, downtown. And uh, the Capitals and Flyers also playing across the street at 7. So it'll be a bit of a log jam, perhaps. Uh, G, before we go, just uh, what's going to be on the Cobb clan Christmas table this year? Uh, on the Christmas table? Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we, we got a little guy uh, that well, was the- born about – Six weeks ago, uh, uh, Gary Cobb the Third. I yes. love it. That's great. So, <laughs> so the little guy, you know, he's he's got these big cheeks and he's got a good appetite. So uh, <laughs> we got to make sure you got to watch out for the food and uh, there's no extra milk around these <laughs> this way. You know, he's killing all the milk. <laughs> I bet my my wife's from Brazil, Tina, and uh, the and what's ironic you said big cheeks. I was going to ask you about that. The word in Portuguese, if I have it right, is boche chau, which means really chubby cheeks. So yeah, you want... well, this little guy, he's got the chubby cheeks. <laughs> That's good. See, he, like... he's got a man, and, and he doesn't miss meals either. Uh, well, it sounds like he fits right in then. That's good. Yeah. Hey, he got it. I didn't even have to explain it to him. <laughs> Train him up in the way he should go. It sounds like you're doing That's a good right. job. Well, yeah, we're really blessed by uh, the little fella, and uh, yeah. all the family's doing well, and we thank God everybody's in good health, doing well. So Amen. we're really uh, celebrating this time, no doubt about it. Well, enjoy that family time. May it be a special time for you. Thanks for uh, taking time throughout the year to be part of the program, too. I know it's a big blessing to a lot of the listeners and uh, and and to me too so we uh, wish you well and god bless you we'll look forward to catch up again sometime all righty god bless everybody hey and uh, enjoy your your christmas and remember the real reason for the season amen i love closing amen. on that note all right 
Gary G. Cobb on the Tim DeMoss Show. GCobb.com for more info on the, the writing he does. And, and certainly tune into our program and check out podcasts. G's joined us every now and again. More coming up in just a moment WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. WFIL. It's Tim DeMoss show. We bring on board the host of the podcast. What makes you so stinking smart? No, wait, that's somebody else. <laughs> the boundless show, Lisa Anderson. Hi, Lisa. Hey, that's the other name of our show. That's right. That's it's the... <laughs> <laughs> we just call it the boundless show to make it easier to say. Yeah. It sounds a little gentler too. Uh, yes. <laughs> Saturdays at eight 30 is the program on WFIL, the boundless show itself. And you have the podcast and, uh, Boundless.org is the site folks can find out more about it. Uh, I had a couple of things I want to run by you. But before we do that, just take a second for folks that the few folks who have not heard the show, I know there are not many, but for those, can you take a second and, uh, and tell them what Boundless is about? Yeah, absolutely. So we're basically, you know, the young adult ministry of focus on the family. And in that, we're trying to help young adults transition well into adulthood. So in all areas, including faith, their, their relationships, maybe life skills like career, finances, personal growth issues. And so we do that. We publish articles. We have a group blog. We have the weekly show where we kind of avail ourselves of mentorish types to help us along the way, as well as a roundtable that features young adults just kind of hashing things out about life. So it's really a great community for young adults who maybe feel, you know, many are single. Maybe they feel a little left out in their churches or there aren't a lot of people their age. And so it's kind of a place for them to feel like, hey, this is my crew and I'm learning some stuff and uh, we can kind of grow together. I like that. Uh, Now, and as an example, the most recent episode, I guess it'll shift this coming weekend, but this past weekend was titled When You Choose to Keep the Baby Part 2, Episode 724. Parenthetically, that (laughs) means you've been doing this a long time. Uh, (laughs) We have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and that, Tim, that show is so great. It was a two-parter. We're really, I mean, this is a great example of it working for our audience because it was a very, it was a pro-life conversation with a couple that found themselves as seniors in high school pregnant. And they were very like activist pro-life people. And then all of a sudden they're pregnant and they're contemplating having an abortion Mm -hmm. because they're thinking like, is this going to, you know, ruin my life? We're planning to go to college. What are we going to do? Well, she was very much like, I think we just need to abort. And he was the one that said, no, we're going to keep this baby. Wow. Well, fast forward four years. They're now 22 years old. They have two small children, another on the way. And the reality of what we talk about at Boundless is you don't just choose life and everything becomes rainbows and unicorns. It's not like, oh, okay, well, I, you know, instead of being a single mom, I'm just going to marry this billionaire guy who's going to rescue me and my life's going to be all rosy. No, they had to walk through hard stuff. They're both working at coffee shops now, going to school online, walking out some really hard stuff, but they wouldn't change their decision for the world and their community, their church came around them and help them make it happen. And that's the power of really the, the body of Christ being the body of Christ. Amen. Folks, just tuning in, we're chatting with Lisa Anderson. She's host of The Boundless Show, Saturdays at 8.30 on WFIL. Find out more also at boundless.org. 
and uh, also bringing up the fact that uh, just so folks know, we've been talking this month about the match that Focus on the Family has right now. If anybody you know makes a contribution by the end of the year, it gets doubled. And when we mention that, we also actually talk about the fact that Focus on the Family is a lot more than just the Focus on the Family radio program. There's a lot of the different ministries, your program as well, and uh, how they want to build up not just marriages, but uh, you know families, singles, um, engage the culture. It's very evident that it's a multidimensional ministry that Focus is about. So glad to have you on to kind of actually give some extra strength to what we're talking about so people understand that focus on the family really is, uh, you know, has a lot of facets to it. So, so true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, good. So now here's an, here's an actually an interesting aspect to the ministry uh, uh, that you're talking about. Um, you know, speaking of rainbows and unicorns, the topic I want to ask you about uh, based on your, your uh, piece in the Chicago Tribune uh, that's not a typical warm and fuzzy hot cider and Christmas cookies topic. <laughs> um, rela- relationships and specifically breaking up, which which I understand the uh, the top breakup date of the year just passed. Uh, but talk yeah. talk about that your piece and then just some some thoughts about how to break up well. Right, it does happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it really is weird because people have done the math around this. They pulled all these algorithms together off of social media and elsewhere and determined that December 11th is historically the biggest breakup day of the year. But rather than obsessing about December 11th, I think what's more kind of, you know, (laughs) possible. Don't answer your phone. Don't answer the door. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Everyone was living in fear last week. Um, No, the the real fact is that it's leading into the holidays that a lot of breakups happen. And people are like, why? Why would you upset the apple cart? And I mean, I people jokingly say, because I wrote this piece for the Chicago trip. And, and uh, in, in fact, Chicago is one of the most uh, break upable cities. And I'm not going to lie, Village Philadelphia is up there, too. Really? So really? Y'all, y'all do need to watch out for this. Yeah, whatever. Bro- I guess it's just brotherly love, not romantic love. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's where it gets messed up. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like I know what I'm talking about because no joke, Tim, I have been broken up with twice on Christmas Eve, if you can even believe it. Is that even statistically possible? Wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and these guys dumped me via email. So, oh, well, that's I mean, okay. So it's then. just not good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the reason people do this is, is multiple, you know, there are multiple reasons. One is they just straight up don't want to bring someone home for the holidays. If they feel like they're in a relationship and it's kind of like tanking or not going anywhere or whatever, they're like, I don't want to bring my family into this mix. So they're going to cut it off. Or maybe they don't want to buy a gift for this person. Or maybe they are concerned or nervous that this person is going to expect them to take the relationship to the next level. So commit or, heaven forbid, propose, because so many proposals happen over Christmas. Right. So what are the expectations? And then finally, people are just like, I just want to start with a clean slate. I want to make this break and just see what else is ahead in the new year. And so... A lot of people kind of have that thinking going on when they're thinking of a breakup. And so um, really, I use that as a springboard to have a conversation with people about, like, is there a way that you can break up like a grown-up? So, you know, we've got so much drama about people ghosting people, which is kind of where you just disappear from their life. I mean, I had a friend who, no joke had a guy, uh, it was a mutual friend that mentioned that her boyfriend had broken up with her. He didn't even break up with her in person. He told a friend who had to tell her. So, I wow. mean, how lame is that? Yeah, no, it's bad. So, 
that happens or what I call going on the fade where gradually just someone starts contacting you less and less, or maybe they don't ask you out as much anymore. Or maybe, and then all of a sudden they're just like, are we even dating? What's going on here? You know? And so just a lot of unhealthy tactics. And instead we could do it better by really walking through a few things and, you know, I'll just go, go through a couple quickly. Yeah, I mean, the sure. first off felt very assumptive in what I just said, do it in person. Put on your big boy, your big girl pants, uh, show up with your real self in real time and real space and do the deed. The person that you're dating deserves that much. Yes. Okay. Secondly, do it in a very clear but kind way. I can't tell you how many people uh, <laughs> I know who basically someone tried to break up with them, but they were so ambiguous about what was going on. They weren't sure if they actually just went through a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, w- women are especially culpable of this because we don't want to hurt a guy's feelings. So we say all this bakery and nonsense that's like, you know, I'm dating Jesus or I'm just taking time for myself or I'm whatever. And then the guy's like, uh, so what does that mean? Do we still have a chance? What are, what are we talking about here? Yes. So, Mention, I mean, in fact, in in my book, The Dating Manifesto, I actually script out a breakup script because people are so bad at this. Hmm. And it basically involves saying, thank you for giving me the time uh, to get to know you and vice versa. I appreciate the time that we had. I don't see this going any further and I'm going to end it here. But again, thank you. I appreciate you honoring me with the ability to get to know, you know, something like that. So you're kind of sandwiching it, but you're actually saying that you're breaking up during the course of the conversation. So be clear, but be kind. Honor this person. You dated them for a reason. Don't argue or blame. This isn't the time to rehash the relationship. Go through all the ins and outs. uh, Talk about who did what and who's responsible for it. And then once the breakup happens, give your ex some space and you take some space. So this is where you're not going to start stalking them on social media. You're not going to check in with their mom or your mutual friends as to how they're doing. If it's over, it's over, and you need to call it over and let them move on, let them process. You move on as well. Um, and in the course of that, don't talk bad about them, you know, in front of others. There's forgiveness that can happen. There's just the, the concept of moving on and being like, it is what it is, and I wish you well. And so you're not going to talk bad about them. And then the final thing you don't want to do is rebound. So it is perfectly fine to go through the holidays as a single person. I'm planning on doing it this year. (laughs) So let's all be okay with that. You don't need to go find another person just to kind of patch your heart up and hopefully, you know, move yourself forward. Um, Just, again, take the time and uh, see what the new year holds. Lisa Anderson, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. She is a host of The Boundless Show, Saturdays at 8.30 uh, in the evening on WFIL. And uh, very quickly, clarifying, we're talking about dating relationships. We're not talking about ending your marriage, which is a completely different, uh, you know, that's another thing we're discussing. Right. So we're just, just so we're clear, right, we're on this topic. Right. Yeah. Right. And actually, interestingly enough, Tim, a lot of marriages tend to end in January because usually couples, especially those with kids, are waiting to get through the holidays until they kind of make that happen. But yeah. yes, obviously, and anyone who, I mean, you need to look at a very, you know, with a very close lens on your relationship, bring a pastor, a mentor, counselors into play, obviously focus on the family as Hope Restored, which is an amazing ministry for those who are struggling in their marriages. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's a totally different ballgame. This is more about 
you know, when, when you're on an equal playing field of just, and this is, that's a great thing that you bring up for daters to remember. This is not, you're not married. You're both free agents. You can, you know, this dating is for the purpose of exploring whether or not you're a good match. And so it's not, breakups aren't always a bad thing. You might need to break off that relationship. Both of my relationships that ended on Christmas Eve needed to end. They were unhealthy. The guys had to pull the Band-Aid off, even though they did it kind of poorly. But, you know, it's breakups aren't always a bad thing when you're dating. So just approach it with kindness and respect and a good amount of emotional health. You know, and Lisa, you, you, the, the things you said, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Again, the book that you wrote, The Dating Manifesto, uh, something folks could, could check out, certainly. It's a combination of godliness, uh, things like you, you, can, you want to make sure you're treating the person with kindness and like you said after the fact you're not bad mouthing or gossiping or having a jealous heart so there's that then there's just kind of some of the practical stuff like hey it's not easy so maybe just a tip is to write stuff down if you have to um and then you know, maybe even just read it first and then talk or something like you were saying there's there's that element that maybe there's some wisdom because even for guys one of the things i had written down for me was to ask you when it comes to breaking up with someone well in a, a dating relationship is it much different from the guy's side versus the girl's side, uh, how it's done, or or is it basically the same kind of um, elements to it? But you kind of talked about that a little bit, too, that, that ladies seem to have a little more hard hard time to, to do it because uh, they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I mean, I, I would say that in a, in a healthy situation, it should look the same depending on, you know, whether or not whoever's doing the dumping in that sense. And again, a lot of this comes back to how did you conduct the relationship in the first place? So this is where I caution daters to say, you know, you have to make sure that when you're dating, there is plenty of clarity. There are boundaries in place. You are defining the relationship at different stages because I can't tell you, Tim, how many people get into a relationship, all of a sudden they're giving up everything, whether it's emotionally or physically, they're blurring all the lines. And then when they go through a breakup, it's like walking through a divorce because they put so much stock into this relationship. I always say a good litmus test is you should ask yourself, if I were to break up with this person, could I still attend the same church as them? Could I be in the same small group as them? Could we meet, you know, on the street or in the grocery store and just be kind? Can I wish them well moving on? I mean, that's kind of the, the way you want it to end if it needs to end, not with bitterness and hurt and ripped hearts and all of that. So yeah. be wise in your dating, and that will set you off on the right foot. Well, and Lisa, maybe one other thing to think about, too, in general, that's the culture we live in. But to me, the seeds of ghosting or emailing or breaking up digitally or something those seeds are kind of planted, I think, if your relationship has a large digital component to it, especially on the formative side, before you've officially dated or you're trying to date or you're getting there. And maybe it's just a, a part of that, again, is the, the times we live in. But I've always encouraged our kids, yeah, you can text or whatever, but, you know, you can, a guy could be texting you and texting four other people at the same time. Like, pick yeah. up the phone and hear the human voice. Or, oh, absolutely. Right? So there's some of that that preemptively you can help the relationship have a, a fuller uh, com, you know, dynamic to it rather than it's a half of it's a, you know, a, a distracted element, a, a tone to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and a, a principle for that, Tim, is this is why I'm such a big fan of dating in community, because too many people start dating. They just shut out the rest of the world, stare into each other's eyes. 
And then you don't even know what's going on. There's no accountability. There's no, you know, you don't have a rational thought in your head because you're so into this person. And that's why I'm like, get a group around you. You're going to do things in groups. You're going to have people with objective eyes on your relationship who are going to help you identify red flags. You're going to make sure that they're keeping you accountable in the way that you're conducting the relationship. So that's just good. And the other principle is just, we all need to, whether we're dating or not, we all need to strengthen our muscle of communication and conflict. Because when we're in a culture, even as Christians, where we can't communicate well, and we don't know how to share thoughts and frustrations and expectations without hurting the other party, that, those are just skills that need to be developed, regardless of where we are on any kind of relationship continuum, to really respect and honor other people and be able to have conversations that ultimately are beneficial and not destructive. Yeah, folks, just tuning in, we've uh, been chatting with Lisa Anderson. She's host of The Boundless Show, which you can catch Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. on WFIL, boundless.org for more info on that. And also she's written a book called The Dating Manifesto. And we're talking today about breaking up uh, dating relationships well uh, because it tends to happen around holidays. Maybe kind of a last question for you, kind of a, a P.S. to this. I think certain times of year, like Christmas and New Year's, and you talked about this, uh, clean slate uh, and not want to bring someone home for to the family because like, it, it causes folks to have to think or, well, they have to, they do. Uh, Valentine's is another one where I've often, around Valentine's, I'll encourage people on the show even, don't think you have to propose or don't think you even have to ask somebody out just because it's Valentine's. Maybe the natural timeline would be a month later or two months later. Or something. So don't let the holiday throw you as much as you as you can. I think sometimes people. My question to you is: I think sometimes people feel there might be an element of being disingenuous that if coming Christmas coming up and you're not so sure you want to be together anymore, and then there's New Year's, that it's almost fake to not kind of get it done. Uh, and maybe maybe it's okay to go through the holidays and tell yourself, okay, I don't know that this relationship is going to go further. But I don't need to let Christmas or New Year's force the issue. Maybe it, like like a like a bad checkpoint. Like why does that have to be put on us? Maybe the, you know what I'm saying. So I I don't know if you have ever talked with folks or, or counseled folks just to say, look, let the holidays ride through. Don't don't bear that burden. Like well, it's Christmas and we're all supposed to be happy and my relationship isn't great, so I'm just going to go the other direction and completely end it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that's a great point. And I would say anyone listening to this right now, I would highly encourage you not to do any breakups right now. I mean, we are literally like in Christmas <laughs> week, you guys. Let's just keep it, you know, let's let's hold on. But it is, it is a lot of pressure, Tim, because, I, again, I say Christmas, New Year's, and then heading into Valentine's Day is like the, the holiday trifecta of horribleness for singles. And so a lot of people will just like start dating someone because they don't want to be alone during those holidays. A lot of people won't break up because they don't want to be alone. So I would say, yes, if you can give the relationship time, if you can be like, yeah, let's wait it out. There's a lot of pressure around the holidays. So just wait it out. And again, this person, ideally, if you're dating a good person, is a brother or sister in Christ, they hopefully you can remain friends after this ends, whatever the outcome. And so it really is just like, yeah, be be okay. Take a deep breath. Just chill. You're not, this isn't a life altering situation. Yeah. Just uh, let it ride and see where it goes. That's great. Lisa, thank you for taking time, especially during the busy week, Christmas week coming up and hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I guess, are you based in uh, Colorado Springs? 
in Colorado Springs, where it is currently gorgeous, we have got amazing weather for December. I don't even know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm in Maui here. It's amazing. Really? Not even wearing a coat. Wow. So, um, yeah, hopefully this will hold. We'll see. And I don't know, since it's so nice weather, maybe I'll just try to scare myself up a boyfriend for the next <laughs> week or two, Tim. I'll see what happens. Wait, um, <laughs> I think we have to rewind our interview and listen to the podcast. That's my own advice. I know. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Well, I'll I hang was, in. I was thinking of the snow. I was thinking. Uh, I was looking to you for snow. It's it's chilly here, but no snow yet. And so, but okay. I, I would think well, if anybody has it, you guys would. But it's the opposite. So, well, good for no, you. No, I have family up near Fargo, North Dakota, and I told them I will see them in the summer. I don't mess with uh, going up there. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, have a wonderful week. Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tim. All right. That's Lisa Anderson with the Boundless Show, Saturday nights, WFIL at 830, org for more details on that. Also author of The Dating Manifesto. Quick break. More of the Tim DeMar Show coming up next on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 4.51 on the Tim DeMoss Show. About six weeks ago, we had Grammy-winning artist, hip-hop artist Lecrae on the program. He's also a record label owner, author, philanthropist, does a lot of things. And just last night, uh, I believe, wrapped up, or just last week, I should say, the the six-week series he did, something called Protect the Bag. It's an educational and entertaining series of episodes dealing with finance and credit uh, basics. And we talk with him about that, you know, that whole series. Yeah. um, You know, Protect the Bag is the bag, meaning your your finances. It's really a a series about financial health. And, you know, stewardship is is very important. I think it's something that few of us really get to tap into and understand the importance of. And so I wanted to serve people by helping them understand, you know, financial health and stewardship. So we started a production company called Three Strand Productions, and we created a, a six-part series. And so um, we're just hoping to educate and inform people and help them to be better stewards of their finances. Is there any particular conversation you had or situation you witnessed or even or maybe the pattern you observed that, that led you to say, I need to put something together, a series together? Yeah, I think that, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, just being a, a Christian, there's there's certain topics that I think we don't really mentor and disciple each other in. There's been eras in time where people have gotten really focused on marriage and, you know, because it wasn't talked about. I remember all the Song of Solomon conferences that went around and people were starting talking about intimacy and marriage. And now I feel like there's a gap in terms of financial literacy and just stewardship. And what do you do with money? You know, we're, we're kind of, most of us just say, oh, just don't love it and you'll be fine. Instead of thinking about, you know, the parable of the talents and how to, how to really use it in a, in a helpful way um, to grow it and to create, um, you know, a, a healthy environment for the future. So no one ever showed me that. And I'm, you know, I, I learned by trial and error and making some mistakes and then uh, fortunately, some some great uh, brothers and sisters pulled me to the side and just gave me some great insight. And, uh, you know, shout out to, you know, those individuals, Anthony O'Neill being another great individual um, who just gave me some wisdom. And so I wanted to give that back, but in a simple way, you know, I'm an entertainer. And so I wanted to do it in an entertaining way. So we kind of created a sketch variety show 
that helps people understand financial health. And that's Lecrae again in the series called Protect the Bag. If you went on to his YouTube channel tonight to look for a new episode, you won't find one because the series, again, just ended last week, a six-week series. You can check it out again on Lecrae's YouTube channel. I mentioned he's a record label owner, among other things, and often does collaborations. And we also talked about during that conversation a new album called No Church in a While with an artist uh, by the name of 1K Few. And the single from that song is called uh, Wildin'. Yes, Wildin'. Um, It's a part of a project that I'm doing with uh, an artist on Reach Records called 1K Few. And he's a guy that I've been mentoring for a while now. And you know, part of that mentor uh, relationship included us just walking together. And so the easiest way to do that was to like, hey, let's just work on some music. And we worked on music and we processed things and we talked about things. You know, there was a lot of wrestling with church after the pandemic. And what does that mean? And what does it look like? And so um, in our conversations, and our wrestles, a lot of music was birthed out of that. And so we call the project No Church in a While because, you know, a lot of people haven't been you know they've been going virtual or they they're trying to figure out what their next steps are so we just wanted to have that conversation and and wrestle with those things and um it ended up being a phenomenal project so i'm really excited for us to to put it out for the world to hear it comes out december 3rd and of course the single wilding uh premieres um tomorrow all right so that's grammy nominee grammy actually winning and uh dove award nominated a bunch of other things in his life not that that matters tremendously to him but it is an honor to have won those things lecrae and uh, let's end our program with that song, Wild, and he's talking about it. I play this also in case you are you know, you're doing the Christmas shopping thing, too, and you have someone in your life, a, a son, grandson, perhaps you yourself, into hip-hop music. This is one option for you. The song is called Wildin' from uh, the album No Church in a While, Lecrae and 1K Few, P-H-E-W. Thanks for listening in. Looking forward to doing our show again tomorrow. Have a wonderful night. They say there's no church in a while, but we've been had to shake back, get right, be my mom with a pride. Feel it in my body, can't nobody stop it. Dripping like fluid, let my life shine like jewelry. Gotta stay home, give it up, give it up. World is jungle. Give it up, give it up. AM 560 WFIL once again. That's Lecrae and 1K Few, P-H-E-W. The song's called Wildin' from the No Church in a While LP that just came out. And Protect the Bag is the video series on finance that Lecrae did. Find that on his YouTube channel. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.